0: Welcome to the Thinker Nick podcast, the podcast where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Our goal is to share stories and ideas about how thinking differently can shape a better future for all. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Thinker Nick podcast. I'm Nick Daniels, your host as usual, and I'm joined by Nicola Tyler. How are you doing today? Very well thanks Nick. Awesome. Good. I am aware that you've just come from a three-day hike. How was that? Invigorating.
1: <laughs> Three E's, invigorating, enthralling. It was just spectacular and I think enticing. You, it's like you want to go back and do more. Very cool. Okay
0: and where, where was the hike if you don't mind me asking? Somewhere in South Africa. Uh,
1: It's a place called Walkerville Nature Reserve on the west coast, uh, the east coast, sorry. So if you go out of Cape Town, you go towards Plettenberg Bay, and it's in a private reserve where all the residents have joined forces, broken down fences, and you can literally walk through fields of proteas, wild proteas. Incredible. What a lot of people don't realize is we are one of the five plant kingdoms in the world where we've got, I think, 5,000 species of boss, flowers, and plants. Remarkable. It's very mm. worth coming. Come to South yeah. Africa and check Come it to out.
0: South Africa. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So
1: in today's episode,
0: we are diving into relationships. And okay. yes, we are not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. We are referring to relationships in life, and we are referring to relationships in business. So what mm-hmm. we're going to look at is, first of all, what is a relationship? We're going to look at why relationships are important. And then finally, we're going to look at how you can <laughs> create and maintain healthy relationships. So okay, cool. when I think of relationships, the first thing I think of is connecting with people, you know, whether it's your family, uh-huh. your friends in a business environment, it would be your colleagues. So mm-hmm. Nicola, would you like to just elaborate on what is a relationship?
1: A relationship from from my perspective is really any kind of long-term interaction between two people in business. And you can have relationships with your suppliers, your your customers, your employees, and we're relating to people all the time. So relationship is almost like the build-up of engagement. It's the cumulative engagement with, with other people.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna to refer to Maslow's hierarchy of needs here. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And Maslow's hierarchy of needs, for those of you who don't know, is basically a pyramid and it has five different stages. And the most important stage is physiological needs, which is like shelter, water, food, things that you need to live. Mm -hmm. The second one is safety needs, which is uh, personal security, employment, resources, your health, stuff like that. And then number three is love and belonging. And that's where friendship, intimacy, family, relationships falls in. The fourth one is esteem, res- respect for yourself, status, and the last one is self-actualization. basically personal growth, you want to be better. But the reason I bring this up is just to try to illustrate the importance of relationships in life. And Nicola, I want to ask you, why is it so important to have relationships in life, whether it's in business or whether it's just life in general?
1: I think, you know, there's a wonderful saying in in the African culture, which is basically, I exist because you are. And you don't know that you exist without another person. <laughs> None of us would know we existed without another person. And so, I think relationships are, are fundamental, and I can see why they're on level three of Maslow. But I think if, the, if there was a thickness, the bottom two layers would be a lot thinner than the, the belonging and relationship one. And I, I don't think we can exist without other people. We're not, it, we're not designed to exist in isolation. So if you see us as individual then we are in pursuit of our goals. We become competitive. We, we've got this sort of motivation to achieve our needs and desires. But if you observe us in commune, we need to be in a tribe. We need to be in a community. And I think a lot of that sense of belonging is almost like finding your tribe. So if you bring it back to a workplace environment, Seth Godin wrote a book on tribes. There was a wonderful chap called Patrick Dixon He's actually a South African medical doctor. I think he now lives overseas. And he had an acronym called FUTURE. And the T in FUTURE was tribal. So there there was a lot of sense that we would be moving more towards Tribe, And that sort of seems to be the sexy word we're using in business today. But I also think it's innate. It's innate for people to want to live in community.
0: So let's refer to me and you here. Mm-hmm. What do you... Look for in a
1: relationship? I think for me, it's integrity. And then the question is, what is that? Because it's a very loaded term. For me, integrity is sort of the alignment of your thoughts, your words, and your deeds, what you think, what you say, what you do. And it's not something you can have some of. And I think human beings innately are quite deceitful in order to get their needs met. So you don't expect, when you say, I I trust you and you're an honest person, that's obviously very, very important in a relationship or in life in general. But there'll be times when you think, I don't quite believe what that person's saying. (laughs) So you know when someone's lying. And everybody does. The research shows that we all lie to some extent or another. And interestingly, men lie more than women, apparently. So just be careful. (laughs) (laughs) So, then it's the extent to which you can tolerate the so called white lies that people tell. But I think at the heart of it is do I trust you? You know, do you have my back? And what's very interesting is if you put people in incredibly high pressure situations, I mean, I've been mean in intense pressure situations, and you can do this to some extent with assessments. And they're now doing it with virtual reality, they'll put leaders with goggles on. And they'll make all these commitments about changing their behavior, and the minute you put the virtual reality goggles on, apparently all the wheels fall off immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no way! <That's laughs> so <cool. laughs> yeah. So I think I think trust and integrity, uh, but I think integrity precedes trust. And then it's always interesting just to see how both of those play out when put under pressure. So Nick, what what about you? What do you think? What What's your like maypole in a relationship? So I've thought about this question. And mm-hmm. it's, um,
0: it's literally what you've just said integrity, I think you you kind of summed up all the things that I look for in a person, mm-hmm. in a relationship. And mine mm-hmm. is a loyalty, trust and honesty. Those yeah. are the three things that I look for in a relationship, if I want it okay. to be a, a healthy and sustainable relationship. <laughs> yeah. And that got me thinking about my values, because three of those ah. things are three of those values are values of mine. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I was thinking, and I wanted to ask you in terms of values, is -hmm. it important to have, you know, similar, if not the same values, if you want it to be a healthy and sustainable relationship?
1: Ah, that's a very good one. I think, yes, I think values are underpinning. Now, they might not be all the same. But my experience has been where you could have the same values in competing positions. So that means you could both value exactly the same things, but the order is different. And we're often not aware of the way that our values play out. There's almost always a sequence to them. So there's a hierarchy to how we live out our values. Now that hierarchy might change. Let's say you hook up with someone and you, start a family. And suddenly the children become more important to your partner than you. So what that basically means is with the introduction of a third person, a child, which granted is probably the most important relationship one was ever going to have in their life, is now the, sh- the priorities have shifted. And it's not always the common values system which I think is very important as a foundation. You couldn't work for a company that had values that were completely different to yours. But because the priorities play out differently, you can end up in a lot of disagreement and conflict. So you can have exactly the same values, but the order is different. So let's say I value work, family, and my faith, for example. If, if my work and my family play out differently, so if work is number one and my partner's number one value is family, I'll go to work before I look after the family. They'll look after the family before they go to work. Now, it's not to say you can't have that as part of a relationship. Of course you can. You, relationships will always be different, always be challenging. So what then becomes very important is the communication. I don't think you can have a relationship if you're not in communication. That's impossible to maintain. And I think where companies sometimes get it wrong, and I wouldn't say wrong, but it's challenging, is communication takes time. And just because you've said it once, it doesn't mean somebody understood. Maybe you've got to say it again. I think it was Robert Kaplan, the professor of strategy at Harvard, he actually said, when you're trying to communicate your strategy, you have to say it seven times in seven different ways. And we underestimate the, the degree to which we have to repeat something, sometimes very creatively to try and get our point across.
0: Yeah, yeah. repetition. You know, what's really interesting to me is I mm-hmm. think, so this is, this is I think, the, the eighth podcast we've done and values just keep creeping in to all of the topics that we've been talking about. So for you guys who Mm -hmm. haven't listened to the previous podcasts, make sure you go back and tune into those on YouTube, Spotify, and all the different platforms. So we've spoken about what values are and basically why they are so important in life. But now you've created this relationship with someone, this healthy relationship. What I wanna know is how do you maintain that? How do you maintain healthy relationships?
1: Right, that's a, a super question. And I'm not sure that relationships are always healthy. I think relationships go through periods of health. And I don't know what the opposite of health is, unhealth. <laughs> they, they, they could be healthy and they could be unhealthy. The word, the word toxic the, comes to mind when I think
0: of relationships.
1: Yeah, and I, I I steer away from things. I know that's a common term. And if you Google things, it pops up as toxic relationships. Yeah, and yeah. Narcissism is like the big trend. I steer away from the word toxic. But I think that relationships go through different phases of maturity, different phases of efficacy. Sometimes they work for you, sometimes they don't. And there'll be people in your life that have a sustained interaction with you, but they're not necessarily there all the time. So I try and avoid sort of extreme words because I think I'm not saying they don't exist. And, you know, psychologists might argue that they do. But I think the question is, how do you keep them going? And there was a chap that I was extremely close to and very fond of, Bill Gibson. He passed away a few years ago. And Bill used to do a lot of sales training. He was um, one of the top speakers in Canada for a number of years, was extremely well-known here in South Africa, wrote quite a few books, and a real character. And Bill used to say, time plus genuine, sincere assistance equals a relationship, equals a commitment from both. Time plus genuine, sincere assistance equals a relationship, equals a commitment from both. So if you take his formula, which I've never forgotten. I mean, I must have had that in my head for at least 20 years. It's the first two ingredients. You give someone your time, which is an irreplaceable commodity. Absolutely. And you you genuinely help them genuine sincere assistance time plus genuine sincere assistance it's just brilliant so that's fantastic yeah love it
0: awesome thank you bill
1: gibson yeah
0: thank you bill gibson (laughs) so we did we did mention we were going to touch on relationships in the business environment as Mm -hmm. well so Mm -hmm. just before i let you go how important is it to or what is the importance rather of Mm -hmm. having relationships in the business environment as a CEO.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm a CEO of a very well, was a CEO. I'm not the CEO any longer, but it's critical. Nick. this is actually critical. When you lie awake at night and you're worrying about money, a lot of people lie awake worrying about money. That's one thing to worry about. But I think most people lie awake at night worrying about relationships or they're worrying about people. Or it's like, how do they influence somebody? Or how do they get someone to change? That's the common one. It's like, what can I do to get someone else to change? It's like, well, the first thing you can do is stop trying to get someone else to change.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) So it's absolutely critical. When, When you hit a brick wall in a business, the first thing you're going to need to do is to turn to somebody. Who do you turn to when there's a problem? If you've got a supply chain issue, if we take this back into business, which is where the podcast is, is sitting, if you take this back into business and you've got a, a problem with a supplier, you've got to ask yourself, what's the problem with the supplier? Is it a relationship problem? Did they understand what you were saying or asking? If one supplier lets you down, do you have another relationship with another supplier? And how good is that relationship? If the wheels fell off in a massive factory that's going 24-7 at 2 o'clock in the morning, who do you phone? Who do you call? If suddenly there's an opportunity that comes into your business and you need to scale it, where do you go? And so there's a, I think relationships are critical, absolutely critical to the success of a business. We tend to lose sight of the importance of relationships because we're so governed by the result and the result is where we get pressure from shareholders and stakeholders to obviously produce a profit and we've said this already it's episode 8 people planet profit in that order people yeah. first always and your relationships with people are key that's why people arrive at work it's 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 purpose and its meaning its contribution but it's also other people <laughs> you know the the quality of your relationships will have a lot to say in terms of the quality of your future and your your current life
0: absolutely it's even
1: scientifically proven I mean yeah it's it's there it's It's there there.
0: yeah insightful stuff Nicola thank you so if there's anything I've learned from this podcast my focus was really on oh the values have to be the same between two people Mm -hmm. and that's not true the key thing that I've taken away from this is that at the basis of relationships, I think the most important thing to make them work is communication. Mm. I think that is critical to maintaining healthy relationships. Yeah. So, Nicola, I want to thank you once again for coming <laughs> on the show. This has been a fantastic cool. conversation. I've really enjoyed it. For all the listeners, don't forget to tune in, like, subscribe, share, and please don't forget to comment. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. That's mm. it from me. I'm Nick Daniels, your host. Bye, Nicola. Thank you so much for coming. See you soon. Cheers. For more news and content about ThinkAnic, go to www.thinkaneck.com or visit our Facebook or Instagram pages at ThinkAnic.